Hello everyone and welcome back to the fast. I hope this day finds you well and feeling blessed. We are the children of God. We couldn't ask for anything better. Our Father who loves us, cares for us, protects us, strengthens us and provides for us. We are a blessed people. This monthly focus on prayer and forgiveness of ourselves. Yes, we need to forgive ourselves. 1 John 2.12 You children, I'm writing you because your sins have been forgiven for his sake. 2 John 1.3 Grace, mercy, and shalom will be with us from God the Father and from Yeshua the Messiah, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. Remember the Bible is not just a book. Read it as if Adonai was reading it to you, speaking to you directly, just to you. Read out loud. Reading out loud is important. It allows you to hear the word better, to have the words sink into your head. It also allows you to think on the words you hear yourself speak. Suggested reading, Psalm 9, Psalm 103, Ephesians, and 1 John. Songs with the links below and the lyrics are at the end of the transcription. Loyal by Lauren Daigle, and I Don't Care Where You've Been Sleeping by Don Francisco. The Ironic Benediction. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai turn his face towards you and give you shalom. Yivaracha Adonai vayishmarecha, Yair Adonai panavayalecha vihunecha, Yisa Adonai panavayalecha vayasem lecha shalom. This is a prayer and fasting group, so let us discuss how important prayer is to God. John 15, 15 I no longer call you slaves, because a slave doesn't know what his master is about. But I have called you friends, because everything I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. He no longer calls us slaves, but calls us his friends. Talking with God develops a deeper relationship with him. The more we pray, the closer to God we become in our relationship to Him, and thus the easier it becomes to hear Him, to be able to discern His voice from the voice of the world, allowing us to take the path He desires for us, to hear and know when He answers our prayers, and to know how He is answered, yes, no, or just wait. This in turn provides peace and understanding in us and deepens our faith in Yahweh. Is that not part of our goal? Faith leads. Faith believes and faith hopes. Hebrews 11.6 And without trusting, it is impossible to be well-pleasing to God, because whoever approaches him must trust that he does exist and that he becomes a rewarder to those who seek him out. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Prayer leads to faith and faith leads us to God. Proverbs 3.5-6 Trust in Adonai with all your heart. Do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. Then he will level your paths. Lean not on your own understanding. We with the brains the size of a grapefruit cannot understand all the Lord does, or is, or can and will do. He is our God. We are his people. We are to praise him, trust him, and have faith that he knows what is best for us. Jeremiah 29.11 For I know what plans I have in mind for you, says Adonai. Plans for well-being, not for bad things, so that you can have hope and future. How many 
times have you acted before you knew what the Lord wanted? You did what you thought was best or what you wanted. No prayer was involved. Or maybe you prayed and you did not wait to hear the Lord's voice. Maybe you did not like the answer. Now the Lord has to get you out of a situation He did not want you in and put you back on the path you were supposed to be on. How much time was wasted because of a lack of patience, a lack of trust, and a lack of faith? Matthew 17:20. He said to them, Because you have such little trust, yes, I tell you that if you have trust as tiny as a mustard seed, you will be able to say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Indeed, nothing will be impossible for you. Mustard seed faith. I remember as a little girl, my mother first told me about the mustard seed. I went outside and I started telling those mountains to move and they did not. How small a mustard seed is, how much smaller is our faith? My faith must be that of a grain of sand. I still cannot move mountains. However, I will never stop trying, keeping my prayer and supplication to our God, praising his holy name exalting his son for his sacrifice that gave me the opportunity for the Lord to look upon me, as God cannot look upon sin. Prayer washes away our sin, cleanses us, deepens our faith, and prayer exalts our Lord and his son, our Messiah. Prayer is a gift and an honor, and it is pleasing unto the Lord. Psalm 141.2 Let my prayer be like incense set before you, my uplifted hands like an evening sacrifice. Proverbs 15.29 Adonai is far from the wicked, but he listens to the prayers of the righteous. Yahweh hears all our prayers, all our prayers, prayers of supplication, intercession, lamentations, thanksgiving and exaltation, all our prayers. Revelation 5.8 When he took the scroll, the four living beings and the twenty-four elders fell down in front of the Lamb. Each one held a harp and a gold bowl filled with pieces of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. When we pray, it fills the golden bowl of incense that is carried to the very throne of God. All the saints' prayers from the beginning of time. If you prayed for your family's salvation, that prayer is in the bowl. Did you pray for someone's safety or for those in a natural disaster? Those prayers are in the bowl. How do you know? because the word says so. Prayer and fasting is the Lord's secret weapon for us. We humble ourselves by fasting and we hold on to our faith by prayer. We can watch those walls come tumbling down. Honor the Lord and give him the glory. Daniel 9:23. At the beginning of your prayers, an answer was given, and I have come to say what it is, because you are greatly loved. Therefore, Look into this answer and understand the vision. Daniel prayed and an archangel appeared. The Lord our God hears. Daniel's prayer, Daniel 2:20-22. Blessed be the name of God from eternity past to eternity future. For wisdom and power are his alone. He brings the changes of seasons and times. He installs and deposes kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those with discernment. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what lies in the darkness and light dwells with him. Now let us discuss self-forgiveness. Psalm 103, 10 through 12. 
He has not treated us as our sins deserve or paid us back for our offenses, because his mercy toward those who fear him is as far above earth as heaven. He has removed our sins from us as far as the east is from the west. If you believe that the Messiah died for you and your sins are forgiven, why do you continue to live in guilt? Do you not believe you are forgiven? You cannot do both of those things. Either you believe your sins are forgiven or you do not and you live in guilt. Don't say you believe your sins are forgiven if you're living in guilt. You are lying to yourself and to God. Deep inside you do not believe your sin, your horrible sin, was forgiven. How can you move forward if you cannot stop looking back? How can you be a guiding light to others if you do not shine? How can you shine if you are in a state of constant regret, guilt, and sadness? No one will see the Messiah in you, and you will not be representing the Lord. Yes, you did commit those sins, yet the Lord called your name, and now you are set free of your chains. Liking who you are now and who you have become does not mean that you condone your past actions. You are allowed to grow and learn. If others do not accept your new you, that is not on you. You do not have to feel guilt and condemnation for the entirety of your life. If others do not know how to forgive, that is not on you. Don't let others try to force you to stay inside that condemnation and guilt, holding you back because they cannot forget or forgive. 2 Corinthians 5, 17-18 Therefore, if anyone is united with the Messiah, he is a new creation. The old has passed. Look what has come is fresh and new, and it is all from God, who through the Messiah has reconciled us to himself and has given us the work of that reconciliation. None of us received the gift of salvation because we earned it. Our Messiah gave himself of his own free will to be our salvation, to make us worthy. God sacrificed his only son for you, for me. Did you ask for forgiveness? Did you repent? Then your sins are washed away. You need to learn to like who you are now and move forward. Accept the salvation that was given to you freely. Receive it. Run with it. It will bring you joy, peace, and happiness, and a new lease on your life. You will begin to see the whole world differently. By not accepting your salvation and feeling a constant guilt, you harm yourself. The Lord heard you when you said you were sorry. He heard you cry out in anguish at the disgust you felt for yourself. He loves you anyway. Don't let your guilt stop you from the happiness and joy He desires for you. He loves you. Do you think that the stories in the Bible are meant to put our ancestors on a pedestal? No. The stories are to show you that they are human like you and me. They make mistakes, lots and lots of mistakes, yet every time the Lord forgave. Moses was a murderer. Rahab was a prostitute. King David was an adulterer, a murderer, and did nothing when his son raped his daughter, and yet the Lord loved them. They repented of their sins, and the Lord forgave them. If they were all perfect, we would hate ourselves. We would never be able to measure up. However, the Lord showed us their imperfections, their sins. They are us. We are them. We have the forgiveness that goes beyond measure, a love that cannot be hidden, and promises that cannot be broken. We are the children of a king.
Peter denied he knew the Lord, and yet the Lord loved him very much. Yeshua the Messiah did not throw stones at the woman who was caught in adultery. Instead, he forgave her. Have you done worse? Was your sin more heinous? Well, you must really be special if your sin is too big for God. Not my God. I'm flawed, and I dislike who I used to be. I do like who I am now. I will not live in my past. God has forgiven me. John 8, 7-11 When they kept questioning him, he straightened up and he said to them, The one of you who is without sin, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. Then he bent down and wrote in the dust again. On hearing this, they began to leave one by one, the older ones first, until he was left alone with the woman still there. Standing up, Yeshua said to her, Where are they? Has no one condemned you? And she said, No one, sir. And Yeshua said, Neither do I condemn you. Now go and don't sin any more. Who are you to push away the gift that you have been given? To not forgive yourself and to not trust in the Lord's sacrifice. He died. What more do you need as proof of his love and forgiveness? Do you think that your sin is really too big for the Lord? He does not care where you've been sleeping. He does not care who has made your bed. He already gave his life to set you free. There is no sin that you could imagine that is stronger than his love, and it is all yours if you turn and ask for it. It's free. Matthew 6.12 Forgive us what we have done wrong, as we too have forgiven those who have wronged us. Isaiah 65.16 Thus someone on earth who blesses himself will bless himself by the God of truth. And someone on earth who swears an oath will swear by the God of truth. For past troubles will be forgotten, hidden from my eyes. The Lord's forgiveness is like the sin never happened, a complete restoration of our soul. Luke 7.47 Because of this, I tell you that her sins, which are many, have been forgiven, because she loved much. But someone who has been forgiven only a little loves only a little. 1 Peter 5.8-9 Stay sober, stay alert. Your enemy, the adversary, stalks about like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand against him, firm in your trust, knowing that your brothers throughout the world are going through the same kinds of suffering. Don't let the Lord's adversary find you in a state of unforgiveness. You will be vulnerable to the worldly suggestion and may find yourself on the road to destruction and not the narrow path to the Lord. Guilt and sadness play tricks on our mind. We fall prey to our thoughts and move forward without thinking. We can get very lost. Romans 8.1 Therefore, there is no longer any condemnation awaiting those who are in union with the Messiah Yeshua. If God is for you, who can be against you? Are you against you? Condemnation. We are delivered from our condemnation and saved from the curse of the world. God does not keep you in the past. In the word of God, you can see how many times he asks the people to repent. He wants to forgive you. He wants you to be pure and blameless. Why does God do this? Because he wants you to move forward with him in peace and joy and love. Your sins have been forgiven as if they never happened. Isn't that how you want forgiveness to be? When you ask for forgiveness from someone, don't you want them to forget your mistake and move forward with you? Then you must do the same for yourself.
Or how about when someone tells you they're sorry? Again and again and again. And after the 110th time, doesn't it start to get on your nerves? They asked. You forgave them. Please stop. They just don't seem to believe you. Is that you with God? Do you believe God? Forgiveness is as much about acceptance as it is faith. Do you believe, receive, and accept God's grace, his love, his corrections, the blood he shed that sets you free? Do you have faith that he is bigger than you and anything you could have done? If your answer is yes, then move forward. Stand up right now and make the actual move. Sometimes actions help our minds to accept it. So stand up and walk forward. And while walking forward, say, Thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness. I receive it and I accept it with all my heart. I am blessed and I am a child of God. Things may not always be easy, but they are easier knowing that I am saved. I am forgiven. My past cannot touch me. The Lord my God has set me free. Trust in him. Lean on his forgiveness. Smile, dance, and praise him. You are free. You are cleansed, and you are a child of the Most High and Most Holy God. The Lord is not worried. He knows you are in his hands. He has you. Now smile. God loves you.